Sacrifice in the Boardroom, Chapter 1. Since the early days, when man embraced the constraints of civilization, the masses have feared magic. Many of our kind have been put to death out of fear of the unknown. Secrecy is paramount to our survival. This is the reason the Hermetic Order was established. There are those who use magic for their own malevolent goals. The Order created the rank of Praetorian, For lack of a better word, this rank is like a police officer among the Order. They have the authority among their own to recruit any member to help in cases that involve supernatural trouble. These brave people help keep a lid on the chaos that threatens the ungifted. Structure must be maintained for our own preservation. A diligent Praetorian by the name of Amber has been called to action tonight. This is the story of one of those crimes. Our tale is about what greed and corruption will do to a person and the vile deeds they will commit in order to serve their dark master. This is bullshit, John Michael. Two cases in one night. Am I the only Praetorian in this city? Well, you understood your duties when you took the job. Yeah, I know the job. I called three mages. They'll work this case. Who did you contact? I called up Renzo Giordano, that arrogant warlock you complained about so much on the last mission. That asshole? Yeah, I know. He got the job done, didn't he? Listen, he might be a prick, but he's a powerful prick. Better that he's on our side. He could easily be working for the Onyx Syndicate. They'd love him over there. Renzo definitely fits our asshole requirement. I also contacted Audrey Halford. Who's that? She's the shadow mage we found that was stealing from the Onyx Syndicate. She's a brass pair on her. Anyways, I figured a shadow mage might come in handy. Besides, she has better street savvy than the rest of the team. Well, who was the third one you contacted? Uh, lastly, I called up uh, Roderick Fimes. Now he's up. Roderick has come a long way. He's smart and versatile. Sure, he tried to steal from us long ago, but he's been working off that crime. I've kept him on a tight leash. Roderick's proven his worth. I think he's grown up some. Anyway, we need his broad range of expertise. You know how scribe mages are book sponges. If the other two can't figure it out, having a scribe mage is a good filter to catch what they missed. You better keep a tight leash on all of them! Are you happy with my selection? Not really, but I'm trusting you. If you say this will work, I believe you. Good. Now piss off and let me do my job. I see Roderick walking up this way. I'll keep you informed. Amber, this better be good. I had to cancel with Jasmine. Jasmine! Nice to see you too, Roderick. Yes, the situation is quite intense. I hope you didn't recently eat, because it's a mess up there. Roderick, how'd you convince Jasmine to say yes to a date with you? I didn't picture you for her type. 
She recognizes someone with taste and class. Ah, thank you for coming, Audrey. Amber, am I going to regret showing up here? Did someone seriously shit themselves up on the executive floor of Myers and Knutson International? It's a bloodbath, Audrey, and yes, the crime actually did happen on the executive level. Where the hell is Rinzo? Patience, people. An actual qualified warlock is here to help. You're welcome. Oh, please. Amber, I'm way more qualified than this pompous ass. Pompous? Moi? I sense jealousy. Roderick, a date with Jasmine? Isn't she above your pay grade? Stow it, you two. I need each of your skills, not your lip. It's serious up there, and I need you three to act like grown-ups. One of our contacts who works here is allowing us to get in before the cops are called in. We don't have much time, so get in and get out. I can't be here all night. I have another case I'm overseeing at the same time. Understood? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We were contacted by one of our junior members of the Hermetic Order, who works on the late shift as a security guard. He was doing his rounds on the executive level floor and saw the scene I'm bringing you to. Lou contacted me and sent pictures, and from what I see, did right by contacting us. I need you all to get in there and examine the scene, and please try not to touch anything unless necessary. We need to get the cops in on this. You'll have no more than 15 minutes to glean what you can and get out. Here, put on these gloves just so we're not contaminating the scene any more than we already will be. If we do find any information, what do you expect us to do? I expect you to track down who did this heinous crime and shut them down. Once you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about. The order needs this resolved, and for us to put the perps down for good. So, uh, Amber, just curious, why didn't you call Jerome, Simone, or Augustina? Who do you think I got work in the other case tonight? Told you tonight was busy. I wasn't kidding. The order has me knee-deep in things, and it's still early in the evening. Here we are, executive floor. Follow me to the boardroom. It's down the hall with the frosted glass. Is that blood splattered on the other side of it? Yes. Ugh, that's a lot of blood. What the hell happened? Let me show you. I'm gonna be sick. Don't puke in here. We don't need it added to the scene. Jesus, Amber, you weren't kidding. Uh, Who's the dead guy? Felix Chandler, a board member of Meyer and Knutson International. 39 years old, single, no current relatives that we could find. this This is extreme. Look what they did to his body. Well, as you can see, they pinned his wrists and ankles to the conference table in a spread-eagled fashion, then decided to open his guts up and spread them here and there. How the hell did no one hear this? Look at his face and you'll see. What the hell? Where did his mouth go? It looks like the flesh just covers over it. Uh, That's a likely result of an alchemy potion. Oh, nice of you to rejoin us, princess. All better now. Yeah, must have been the oysters I had before I came here. Amber, was anyone else spotted up here? Her contact didn't mention seeing anyone. Why? I'm just verifying. There are two glasses in this room. Both knocked over on the floor. I'm guessing from the struggle. Which leads me to ask, who the hell was the victim with? 
because whoever did this did it by themselves and from what I can tell did so with tremendous force. How can you tell that? <laughs> I took a lot of criminology courses in college. Learning to be a better thief? Oh, knock it off, Renzo. Tell us what you see, Audrey. There are shoe prints from all the blood that was spilled. And it's only one set. It would be pretty hard to carve this guy up and not get blood on your shoes. Look at how deep these knives are buried in his wrists and ankles. They go deep and seriously splinter the wood. This table? High-end, thick wood. Whoever did this had some serious juice. A yeah, killer knows alchemy, that's for certain. The potion he used to cover the man's mouth, I'll wager some of the residue is still in one of these glasses. <laughs> yeah, this glass has trace amounts of something. Without taking it to my lab, I won't know much, though if I had to guess, I'd say it's a potion called Hush Hush. That's a nasty little brew. And this killer used either some spell or other alchemy potion to increase their strength in order to subdue them easier. Hey, genius. Did you notice the phone under the table? You almost stepped on it. Uh, what? Don't just stare at it. Pick it up. We need to hurry this up. We don't have a lot of time here, remember? Continue, Audrey. Okay. The victim and the murderer was sitting down here in the chairs, sharing a drink. One of the glasses was laced with that potion that Renzo mentioned. Once the victim started to panic and struggle, the killer used something to alter his strength and slam the victim on the table. The killer must have had the knives on him and ready. Each limb is pinned down with the daggers. It, have you noticed those daggers? They're, uh, they're rather ornate. They're not household knives. Mm, they look custom-made? Ritual knives. Huh? I thought so. Yeah. These knives, they're used in blood sacrifice. They also have markings linking them to Moloch. See those small etchings at the pommel of each one? It's an ancient symbol for him. Whoever did this is devout. That's uh, typical for one of his servants. A lot of attention to detail in these. Oh, who in their right mind would serve Moloch? Yeah, you get quick power, but it's always at a terrible cost and almost always assured they have a short life. Look at the pattern of his entrails. It looks like his body was being used in some kind of divination spell. Question is, what was the killer trying to divine? Anyone see that glint over in the corner ficus tree? Huh? Mm -hmm. It looks like a mini camera with some kind of antenna on it. Oh, I've seen these spy devices before. It was hidden well, with a good angle of the entire boardroom. I'm guessing that both people here didn't know about this. This looks like industrial espionage. The question is, who's doing the snooping? Myers and Knudsen is a multinational conglomerate. It could be any other corporation. I can find a way to track it. Since when did you become a computer expert? I'm no computer expert, but I am a capable warlock. Perhaps you should try focusing on your craft, and you too can grow up to be a mage. Oh, knock it off. We need to wrap this up and get out of here. I have another case to manage tonight. Hey, Renzo, hand me the phone you found. Not sure we should take that. Should we leave it for the police to find this killer? Cops will be annihilated. So what if they're missing the camera and phone? They'd still be scratching their head over the missing mouth thing. It's better if the hermetic order handle this and keep the police in the dark. Fine. Let's get out of here. I think I can crack the phone and find out what's on it. I got what I need done on my bike. 
Oh, anyone hungry? Uh, hell's bells, lady. Are you not ill from that horror show we just left? Mm, spaghetti sounds good right about now. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> me, me too, yeah. <sighs> There's something wrong with you two. Let me take this phone to my bike. I got a laptop and other tools in there. In a few minutes, I should have all the info we need. All right, Renzo. See what you can learn about the owner of that camera. We need to find that person and talk to them. Getting a face on the killer is vital. On it. I'll need a space to properly perform the psychometry spell. I think the parking lot of Myers and Newton International is quiet this time of night. Whoever did this must be up to something pretty diabolic. They didn't even try and hide what they were doing. Of course, followers of Molly do like to put on a display for their master. Prince of Hell is funny that way. Mm-hmm. Give me a few minutes and I'll see what I can find out. I know you three can handle it. Just act professional and try not to draw attention. We don't need the public yelling, burn the witch. I got to run. Talk to you three later. Watch your asses out there. See you later, boss. Such a suck-up, Renzo. No, just respectful. Uh-huh. Hey, you mentioned you can track who put this device in the boardroom? Correct. Give me a moment and I'll cast the spell on it. Tiasis, Sism, Parion, Tantrum. The owner is near downtown off of Mary Street. Yeah, that's the old area, artsy district. A lot of hipsters live there. So, uh, you have a residence there, Roderick? Irrelevant, but, uh, yeah. Well, I have a fix on the location, so we can go there whenever you two want. Hmm, so what's your plan? Roll up there and knock and say, Hey, we noticed you witnessed an unexplainable murder, but can we talk? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> this should be interesting. Hey, you two, I got something. Felix came across two company memos that contradicted each other. One stating they found an unknown compound in a new drug that their pharma branch was about to roll out. Then another stating that that finding was an error. But Felix didn't completely trust this, and he decided to check it out for himself. He paid for an independent study be done in it, and his search led him to a man named Peter Parrish. Peter Parrish? He was a former Hermetic Order member. I heard he was persona non grata with the Order now. Parrish was selling illegal compounds to anyone with money. Yeah, I think I caught word of that too. Felix's notes also mention that the unknown compound was called Ground Hoppy Talon. It's pretty clear that Felix didn't know what that compound was, and I'm sure that left him wondering just what it was. It's not a common item the world knows about. Ground, ground Harpy Talon? That's, I mean, I, I think I've heard of it before. I can't recall. It's illegal with the order, right? <laughs> not sure. What was the medication designed for? Their pharma branch was looking at launching a new children's vitamin that promised a stronger immunity. It was going to be promoted as being free for any child. I'm not familiar with what this ingredient would do to someone, though. Well, uh, I'm an expert in alchemy, but even my knowledge has its limits. I understand now how he came across Peter Parrish. Parrish might be unscrupulous, but he is the most knowledgeable man on such topics. Should we pay him a visit first, or the address of the camera? Parish first. In the event our killer knows Parish was consulted, they may want to silence him for good. 
Chances are the person who put that camera in is ungifted, and it's possible they may not have looked at the recording yet this evening. We can go there after we talk to Peter. Cool. Whose car are we taking? Uh, Mine, of course. I'm not taking my chances in Roderick's car, and I recall seeing you ride up on a motorcycle, Audrey. Yeah, whatever. Let's get moving. Uh, Hey, you two can protect yourselves, right? Yeah, with ease. I'm good. Good. Because I don't want to go toe-to-toe against the guy who did that shit up there. Agreed. As our heroes leave to meet with Peter Parrish, there's a darker conversation taking place elsewhere in the city. Thanks for meeting me, Bridget. We need to eliminate those three mages before they learn too much. I was only able to spy on them while they were in the boardroom. Thankfully, they did not see the invisible eye I planted there. Don't you mean four mages? Four? The Praetorian? Oh, hell no. We'd be fools to poke that bear. She alone is more powerful than those three combined. Besides, you heard what she told them. Apparently, the Hermetic Order has her running multiple tasks. By the time she becomes a factor, it'll be way too late. Perhaps. David, I am trusting you on this. Clean up this mess you left behind. Eliminate those three. Get rid of any evidence you missed. I cannot believe you didn't spot that camera. Okay, how was I supposed to know that someone had planted a camera in that room? What is your plan to track these three? I don't know if you saw, but when no one was looking, that little thief stole one of my knives. She's carrying on herself now. As the one who created the knife, I should be able to track it with no problem. Hmm. Good to know you can track them, David. Will you take care of these mages yourself? No, I have something else in mind. I don't suppose you'd let me borrow Marcus? No. He stays by my side unless I direct him elsewhere. This is your mess, David. Get your own people to clean it. Make it fast, though. Don't worry, Bridget. I'll clean this up. My people are effective and expendable. If they die, no one will miss them. My sense of smell certainly will hate me after visiting them, though. Very well, then. I need to get back home. I have tests to grade before tomorrow. Gods, do I hate third graders. Tune in next week for another exciting chapter of Wicked Pacts, Sacrifice in the Boardroom, starring Raymond Neal, Emma Collins, Mickey Barfield, Virginia Mills, Chris Forster, and Tom Cavender. Written and directed by Mickey Barfield. Audio and technical by Green Team Media, Mike Sitchar, and Mickey Barfield. Music and sound effects by Artlist. 